Chapter 1 Deep in the bush, down by the creek where the trees grew thick and the vines twined tall, Finn saw a chimney. If there was a chimney, there must be a roof, and if there was a roof, there must be a house. But there was no road and no driveway, and all this great wild bushland belonged to Aunt Agatha. No one else has lived here for a hundred years, she'd said. Stay off the farms and away from Boris Banks' mansion. But while you're in the bush, you'll bother no one and no one will bother you. So Finn went exploring because there was nothing else to do and no one to do it with. If he'd had a dog, it would have gone with him and barked if there was danger. But his old dog had died and Finn had an angry, empty feeling inside because he might never have a dog again. His house had been sold and now his parents were looking for a new home far across the sea in a skyscraping building in the biggest city in the world. Finn didn't want to live in an apartment in the biggest city in the world and he didn't want to be left behind with Aunt Agatha. He was stuck in the middle in a place he didn't want to be, between the home he didn't want to leave and the home he didn't want to go to. But I've come this far, said Finn. I'll keep on going. He pushed his way through thorny bushes and wire-sharp grass until he could see the corner of a wall. He ducked through tangling vines and scratching branches, and then he saw the shack. It was so old it looked like part of the bush. The walls were charred black from fire, and the door was locked with a big wooden bolt. A prickle of fear ran up Finn's neck. It's just a shack, he told himself. An old deserted shack. You can't be afraid of it. The prickle of fear ran faster and colder. There might be something interesting, he decided. There might be gold. He slid back the bolt, pushed open the door, and stepped inside. The air smelled of wet dogs and stale bread, and it was cold, shivery, clammy cold. The window was so covered by branches that not even the hotter sun could reach inside. Across the walls, lumpy green fungus glowed in the dark. Then a dog growled, a chair creaked, and a cross, whispery voice snarled, "'Cause something the lass! Who's that clumping into my shack?' Finn jumped and hit the door. It shut tight behind him. An old man was sitting in a rocking chair with a border collie dog at his knees. The hair on Finn's head and arms stood up as straight as bristles in a brush because the old man, a scrawny, skinny old man, had skin that glowed green from the toadstools behind him and a body that was see-through a shimmering glass. Finn's knees started rattling. Oh, he said in a squeak that made the dog shake his ears and whine. The black parts of the dog's coat were nearly invisible, but his white ruff and paws shone as green as his master's face. Finn's teeth started chattering. You woke us up, growled the old man, and the dog growled too. 
I didn't think anyone lived here, said Finn, and now he was clattering from his clenched tight toes to his quivering hair. The old man laughed, like gravel in a gold-shaking pan. You look like you've seen a ghost. Finn slid sideways to open the door, but his knees were wobbling and his feet were as heavy as if he were walking in glue. The black and green dog sneaked towards him and bit his ankle with a sharp, cold pinch. Ow! Finn shouted. His foot jerked back, his wobbly knees folded, and he slid to the ground. Cold hands whispered over his face. Finn couldn't breathe in, and he couldn't breathe out. He wondered if he was going to die right now. You'll have a lump like an emu's egg tomorrow.